Hey guys, and welcome back to The Basic Witch. We're on episode 17 today. We're going to do something a little different. I have a special guest with me, my husband, Travis. Hey everybody, how's it going? You guys heard me brag about him so much. But I thought we'd do something fun and talk about our haunted house. Um, in the group, the Facebook group, and the Instagram page, you guys have heard me talk about some of the different experiences that I've had, along with some of the pictures and different things going on. So... I thought it'd be cool to talk about our house and our everyday life and things that we experience with it. So, I'm pretty excited about this. What about you? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's interesting. It's definitely... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely creepy, guys. Um, it's There's so much shit that we've experienced over the years. I mean... Yeah. First off, thanks for having me on your show. Well, yeah. Cool. I can't thanks. believe you got 17 episodes already. I know, right? That's it's like going awesome. really quick. I'm really proud of you, baby. Thanks, babe. Pretty cool. I'm really excited. It's been quite a trip but I couldn't do this mm -hmm. without you guys so you guys are absolutely fucking amazing mm -hmm. and I love all the messages I get you guys I got some more this week that literally made me cry I was in the doctor's office when I read one of the emails I'm literally bawling in the waiting room because I was like oh my so god excited when she gets your guys messages she shows me all the time it's just so heartwarming it's really cool. you know it's awesome to know that I'm helping you guys and it's, it's just really so awesome. it's just so cool but you even text me at work and tell me about it yeah I get really excited <laughs> so but you guys I mean you guys I just love it so much and I just Ugh. It's cool. just an amazing feeling. So, but we're super excited um, to share this with you guys. Cause, so a little bit of backstory before we get into all this. We moved. We we originally moved in this house in 2004, and then in 2015 we moved out to go to Arizona, which did not work out. I think I've told some. Or I think I've talked about a little bit of this before in some, some of the earlier episodes, but. My sister actually moved in our house, so it never left the family. We still had it in the family, and then when we came back, we lived somewhere else for just a little bit, and then we got our house back. So we've been here, we've been back about a year, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so about a year, yeah. Yeah, we've been back in here about a year, and it's been a pretty eventful year already. Mm -hmm. um, quite We're active. Out, yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, we hear noises, we hear music, we hear people talking, we see things, uh, all kinds of fucked up shit, well, but... It's just insane. So let's go ahead and get the ad out of the way, and then we will dive right into it, okay? Guys, I still haven't changed the ad. I know it's cheesy, but some of you <laughs> like it, so <laughs> just, yeah. I'll change it sometime. So, all right, here's the cheesy little ad, then we'll be back. And we're back. I think it was a little bit better than last week's. I don't know. That's funny. I'm going to keep working on it. <laughs> Travis over here laughing at me because he's not used to it. <laughs> Oh shit! I'm I'm trying to get better. I mean, you know, I'm gonna make it all flashy and fancy and everything. But okay, so where do we even start, really? I mean, I would start about maybe the history of the house because we've there's been a lot of deaths in the house. Yeah, there's been several, anyways. So we do know that. Okay, so originally, I guess we should start back. The house was the property. I guess was here like dates back to a shit ton time ago like I can't find a definitive start date but I do know that in the late 1890s the house that was on the property did burn down and then they have rebuilt which is the house we live in now and I only know that because of a story I'll tell you guys as we get going on but we do know um, a friend of ours actually his family lived in this house before we bought it and his aunt and I believe his uncle both died in the home but there's something, I'm pretty sure we got rid of the evil thing that was here. I mean, the malevolent spirit is not, we have not had any shit from that lately, but. Yeah, I can't tell what's good or bad. 
<laughs> I think if it does weird shit, it could all be good or bad. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. I mean, maybe the the evil shit. I mean, but the bathroom. Though, you gotta admit that bathroom was fucking creepy as shit. So well, I think that. Is. Well, it's not as bad. So. Yeah, it's not as bad. I don't know, but okay. So like, when our oldest, which is now twenty, was little. He'd be in his room and he'd always be like, Mom, can you make him quit talking? And you tell him to be quiet. Mm-hmm. I can't sleep. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, my kid, you know, the kid's hearing voices. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Like, there's something wrong. And just Said it sound like uh, people having a conversation yeah. with each other. And then, like, we're thinking, okay, we don't hear anything. So what the fuck? Yeah. So we're thinking our kid has problems. But then it went on to a little girl named named Jenica living in his closet. Yeah. He swore up to this day he still swears that a, a little girl named Jenica lived in his closet. Jenica's a wild name to like for it is. someone Mace's age to Well yeah, Mace was like super small. Yeah. I mean when we moved in, Mace would have been four and Brady would have been two. Yeah. So for a four year old to come up with the name Jenica, I mean that's a little fucked up. It's just wild. It is weird. But everyone's but. had experiences here. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Mace would hear noises, and then the little girl living in the closet that he thought, and we would always see, like, well, I did, anyway. I'd always see, like, a black, something out of the corner of my eye in the family mm-hmm. room, and then Ruger. Yeah, our dog Ruger, it was a black lab mix, a pretty good-sized dog, and uh, he would sit in the corner of the living room, like, you would think he was in timeout or something the way he was sitting in the corner, but he would just always go to the corner, sit down, and look right up at the ceiling and start growling. It was creepy. It was crazy. But, like, we hear, I mean, it's just all kinds of weird shit, though, and things would move or things would come up missing, and then... Or a cat would wind up in a refrigerator. Yes, oh, my (laughs) God. So, I think I touched base with this, about this, um, in an earlier episode. The kids came home from school one day and were freaking out. They called me and said, Mom, you know, we can't find the cat, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, she's probably hiding because our cats, every cat we've ever had has been like a total asshole for the mm-hmm. most part. And I'm just thinking, okay, well, she's probably hiding, no big deal. And I said, she'll come out to shake the bag of treats or the little pounce thing, whatever. And so they called me back like five or six minutes later and they're like, Mom, the cat's in the refrigerator. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how does yeah, that even happen? happen? <laughs> and she couldn't have been there all day because she would have been dead. So... Something fucked up happened to put her in the refrigerator. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But, I mean, it's just, like, weird shit like that all the time happening. And there was times, like, things would come up missing, and then we would find them. And silverware, like, we would have no forks left. And then, like, all of a sudden, there'd just be a bunch of forks again, remember? TVs would turn on. Oh, There's so many things, yeah. There's just... So, as all kids do, they have a habit of leaving TVs and lights and everything like that on and one night our youngest Brady who's now 18 he went to go um where'd he go he just went to a friend's house he went to go stay with a friend or something but you know told him to make sure he turns his tv off and everything he turned it off and we're sitting there watching tv in the family room and then all of a sudden you hear people talking real loud yeah the tv comes back on real loud yeah and we're like what the fuck So we went in and turned it off, and then we're back in the family room watching TV, you know, just relaxing, and the damn thing came on again yeah. by itself. But it's done it in the living room, it's done it in our bedroom. Yeah. There's just all types of stuff that happens. So like, in that call- same night, they all, like, the yeah. the family room TV did the same thing when we went to bed, it turned back on, and then our TV in our bedroom, turned. we turned it off to go to sleep, and it turned back on. It makes for a good haunted house for Halloween. It kind of does, it, but we <laughs> go all out for Halloween. Like, we are the house that, you know... 
scares the children. Yeah, like, you got to. But okay, it's got to be done. <laughs> we like a little girl literally left her. Or she wasn't even little though. She was a teenager. She left her damn shoe here one year for mm -hmm. Halloween. She got so scared she took off running and like left her shoe in our yard. Yeah, they came back and got it. But like the kids' friends, Brady has a couple friends who would never stay the night here. Antonio yeah, that would was never weird. spend the night here because he was petrified of it. Because I mean, he knew it was haunted. He's you know, any time it started getting dark, he was bold. And he lived right next door. He literally lived. Yeah. Like he was our neighbor, <laughs> right next door. And nope, he would not spend the night for anything. But we've had a lot of crazy shit, and like even now at night, we'll hear music playing. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're taking a shower at night, that bathroom is the worst at night. I mean, I don't mind it so much in the daytime, but to take a shower at night, I mean, it really feels like something standing right outside the shower curtain. It makes you not want to get soap in your eyes. No. You just want to keep, like, aware. Of well, you came out there. of the shower many times with scratches on you. All like, the in the middle of your back. Or and, something. Uh, all kinds of shit. But the bathroom has, like, this eerie feeling. I don't even know how to explain it. Like... You just know you're not alone in there. And it used to be like an evil feeling. And I don't feel the evilness as much anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely a pretty fucked up feeling in there still. And like one day. And it's the bathroom is the master bathroom. and it's, But also connects to like our son's room. Like that door opens up now. I don't think it used to originally. But anyway. It's connected. And there's like there's one window in there. And it's sealed shut. And there's no fan on or anything. And a roll of toilet paper was sitting on the counter. Like, we were getting ready to put it on the roll. But it was sitting, like, vertically up and down. And Travis and I watched that motherfucker unroll. Started slowly unrolling, yeah. It was the creepiest thing ever. And we couldn't... It's like we didn't even move. It unrolled at least two or three times. Like, it slid around it slowly. And yeah. just went around it. And it wasn't like time. it was rolling or anything. Because it was literally sitting upright, like, on the end, standing Inside, up. yeah. And the damn thing started unraveling. It's crazy. And it There's was, like, slow motion, though. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, slow motion happening. It was so weird. And then, like, Travis has drones. And... We had the cup hooks that were on the wall, and he put the the drone and like hooked, yeah, the, hooked leg the legs things. of the drones in the wall. And I think I had like two or three of them up there. But at night, we've had those fall several times, and they would almost have to be lifted to come out of that hook thing. Yeah, I mean, they can't, there's yeah, no way from yeah. just to fall off. They literally have to lift and then come off. It's weird stuff, man. It is weird. And then this is something that's really personal to me, and our son happened to. At least one time that he's told us about it. it may have happened more, but oh, the sleep paralysis. Travis has had to like literally save me in the middle of the night yeah. countless times with the sleep paralysis. And it's weird because I'm not asleep. Like I start off asleep, but I wake up and I can't move. And it literally, you could feel the pressure points of someone holding your shoulders down, and like a body on top of you holding you down. And it would take Travis. Like I would do everything I could to try to move myself or try to mutter out some type <sighs> of word. And I could make barely make a noise. Thank God, Travis. It's very terrifying. Like woke looking, up. Yeah. And Brady, ex when how old do you think he was? Oh, he was probably ten or eleven. Yeah, and he just came out that morning and described it. I felt so I was, horrible. Yeah, that was wild, man. I mean, because I know what it's like to experience it with you, and it's still scary having you right there to save mm -hmm. me. I couldn't imagine what he went through himself, and then waking up, and then not even bothering to tell us till the next day. It's crazy. It's really disturbing. I mean. It's just very, very disturbing. And we've seen, like, orbs in the house. Like, I saw one a few, like, about a month ago, actually, with my own eyes in the kitchen. Not on a camera, literally straight up with my own fucking eyes, I saw this orb. And it was so crazy. 
Um, but I do before I do want to go ahead and talk about that night though. What night? That night that I saw the orb and you had your experience in the kitchen. Oh yeah, that was weird. Yeah, so why don't, you, why don't you tell everybody about that? Alright. It's hard to explain if people don't know the layout of our house. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll use their imagination. Yeah, alright. Well, we were asleep and if I had to guess it was probably like between 12 and 4 in the morning. It was around 2 because we woke after you woke me up afterwards, yeah. so it was around like two something. It's the witching hour. I mean, yeah. that's when most shit happens here. And as I'm going through the living room, our kitchen's connected to the living room. And as I'm going through the living room, I go in the kitchen and I use the kitchen restroom. And I'm in there, and then I come back out. As I'm walking through the doorway of the kitchen, in right into the living room, I hear what sounds like a sigh, like a, and that I mean, like right in my ear. But the weird thing is, is the first thing that came to my mind was four witches. And not like us witches, like... Yeah. <laughs> That's the weird no. thing, though, is... Be, what do you mean? Not like good witches, because we're not like oh, evil, no, scary like witches. Scary witches, yeah. yeah. But that's the thing, is... That's what immediately came to my mind right after I heard that. And it was terrifying. But, I mean, I could have... Anything could have came to my mind. I just don't understand why it was four witches. That, that is came really weird. Mind. Yeah, four of them. And that's the same night in the same kitchen. Obviously the same kitchen because we're not <laughs> fancy. We don't have like multiple fucking kitchens or anything. But in the same room of the house that I saw the orb with my own eyes literally. And it was floating very slow in the kitchen. Uh, actually towards the back door which was weird because then that night on the security camera we also caught... I think it took like eight or nine different notifications mm -hmm. of orbs that caught outside that night. And there weren't just like one or two orbs. There were three or four or five at a time. It was very fucked up. It was just very, very, very like, oh yeah, my God. So it was crazy. Um, we're going to take a few questions that you guys had sent in. So Jimmy wanted to know, um, does Travis have a brother? Well, he does have two. <laughs> Yeah, I have two <laughs> brothers, uh, two brothers and a sister. Uh, my brother and sister live out in Arizona. Um, they're there. <laughs> they're kind of asses. But uh, yeah, that's my all brother we'll say about them. that lives in uh, Stockdale, Georgia, he's really cool. Um, uh, he owns his own computer shop, and he has half owner of a strip club. Well, he actually runs a bunch of strip clubs. Well, yeah, it's like a whole chain, I yeah, believe. He's, he's really cool, dude. Yeah, he's got a lot going on in his life with yeah. all that kind of stuff. He's really awesome. He's awesome. So, okay, and then Danielle asked, "Have you guys ever found out any found anything out about who is in your home? Do you try to communicate with them?" You yes, have, I have. So Trav hasn't, but I have. Um, I cast my circle and got my spirit board out, which I'm sure you guys have seen if you're on the Facebook group or on the inst my Instagram page. You've seen that really beautiful spirit board that Travis found for me. It was just, I just love it so much. Fucking amazing. But, yeah, I did. So, I'm pretty sure I connected with my dad the first time. In which I don't think my dad's evil or anything. But he, because <laughs> long story short, my dad still has, my dad passed away in 2016. But he still has, like, ties to our home. As far as, like, the legality of everything. So, when I was doing the spirit board the first time time I got it out, I use a pendulum. I don't use a planchet. That's and a cool spirit board you got, by the it way. It really is. It I love so cool. it. It's just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just, I don't know. It's just so amazing. Mm -hmm. But I had um, cast my circle, 
and had the spare board out and starting to communicate and I got N-O-K-A-S-M-Y-H-O-U-S. So I think it was my dad saying, no cast, not my house. Like he was telling me not to do stuff in here, you know, trying to say like not in my house or not. I don't know. It may not have been my dad, uh, but I just weird. feel like it was. Yeah. And then there's Molly. And that brings us back to the story of the house fire from the 1890s. So Molly is another holy shit story. I truly believe that Molly is a young girl who died here in the late 1890s in that fire. And I do believe that it was set intentionally. Um, the records that I've been able to find said that they do not know the origin of the fire or like what happened. It was just suspicious. Whew. But long story short, so what had happened was I cast my circle and I was trying to communicate with anyone here. And I got the name Molly and I kept getting M's back and forth. I just keep getting M and I asked, you know, did you die in, in here? I don't, I don't think I said the house. I think I just said, did you die here? And I got yes. And then I asked what happened and I got an M and an O and on the next swing, my pendulum came unhooked and the clasp on the pendulum is literally like a necklace clasp and there's no way it could have unhooked on its own so i have no clue how that happened but it was, was literally yeah i mean it fell me fix it yeah, yeah i mean I it wasn't broke it jewelry. just it was so weird because i was like here fix yeah. this but it wasn't broke it just came unclasped but the pendulum fell by the m so i think i was trying to do mom and it chipped the glass when it fell. And then the candle that I had in the south representing the element of fire and the spirits of fire fucking cracked at the exact same time. That's wild shit. It was so fucked up. So then it makes me wonder, okay, is this Molly and did her mom like set the fire and kill her? Or is it something pretending to be a child because malevolent spirits sometimes pretend to be children yeah usually uh, i heard demons usually try to pretend they're children right so then i mean i'm still very confused on what the hell is going on with all of that situation and honestly i have not really tried to communicate again because it scared the fuck out of me um <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it did it's and creepy I, stuff man it really is and i mean I really love trying to communicate, but it just scared the shit out of me. I mean, I didn't even touch that spirit board for quite a while, and then <laughs> I post out the next couple times, so. All right, so our next question is from Cassie on Instagram. Does your husband ever dab dabble in the craft with you? Like, does he ever get in... Sorry, I went dark. Does he ever get in on ritual or a spell? Also, is your house super spooky or, or scare you? Or is it more a comforting feeling because you aren't alone, Cassie? Okay. Well, Trav, do you dabble with me? I don't know how. <laughs> I know how to, like, do creepy stuff to scare people for Halloween. But, uh, no, I don't, I don't, it's, I find it very interesting. I find it very fascinating. I take a big interest in what you do because it is fascinating. Well, but I don't know much about it. You're by my side all the time with everything. Yeah. and. I do want to go ahead and give a shout out again to Travis just because, guys, he makes so much amazing shit for me. I post pictures all the time. He's made my podium. He's made me this big-ass beautiful incense burner. He made me a new altar. He's set up all my stuff. Like, he's just fucking amazing. Thanks, babies. You are. You really are. I mean, literally. Like, I you're think amazing, too. Oh, well, you're so you sweet. Really 
I love you very much too. You guys just heard us kiss, so <laughs> suck it up. It happens. Get a room. Get a room. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he doesn't really dabble much. Um, but you do learn a lot, though. Yeah, I've learned a lot. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, but you're always there by my side through all of it. So I mean, you probably could do shit on your own. I mean, you. I'm sure some of it's absorbed in there. Yeah, some of it's absorbed. As far as the house, um, it can be really fucking scary. And I think it's creepy. It can be really calming, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like it has a pull to us now for some reason. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like we're really drawn to be here. Because we had the choice not to come back into this house. Mm-hmm. But we were like, yes, that's our home. Yeah, so we, we have to. to. It's, it's really weird. I mean, I, it's just really weird. All right, next question, and please don't get mad if I mispronounce this. Retro staticrad? I'm so sorry if I mispronounce that. Like, I can't read today. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Looks like it. Are you, ner- are you nervous to be home, or have you grown used to it? That has become an everyday part of life. When you bought the house, was it disclosed that to you that it was haunted, and do you know if there's a law when buying, selling haunted home? They need to be disclosed. I'm frightened of this stuff, so I'm interested to listen. Megan. Okay. Megan. What's her name? Megan. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I know. We know a lot of Megan. Yeah. Um, I thought that's all we knew. Well, I think it depends on where the house is. Like, now, a lot of the, I'm not sure how this works because a lot around Attica we don't have that. What is it called? HOA. You don't have an HOA or anything. Yeah. Now, in places like that, where like my brother and sister live in Arizona, wouldn't they have to disclose something like that? I think different states have different rules. Now, I do. I do remember Dad saying that he did know someone died in here. After we told, after I told mm-hmm. him that we found that out, but they may have said that at closing, and I just didn't pay attention. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but no, nobody actually told us that it was haunted or anything. We just kind of started have have stuff. Which happen. around Attica, a lot of houses around here probably are haunted because this is a big underground railroad area. Yeah, you know, also. But there are a lot of haunted houses here. There honestly, really is, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of haunted We're down things the road going from on. The infamous woman Lavia. Yeah, if you guys <laughs> have ever. Um, heard of Malavia or if you haven't please look it up it's Malavia it's in Kramer Indiana which is literally just like two miles away but that is where like Al Capone came and hit out Marilyn Monroe had been there Elvis it had burned down twice on the exact same property it was like a uh, hot springs mud bath yeah, yeah. It was hotel slash resort <laughs> yeah back in like the 40s and 50s or 20s 30s back in the day because I don't know what it was day a booming place. <laughs> but it was like totally like awesome to be there but it's brought a lot of bad activity to this area as well as like travis said the underground railroad did go through attica there's a couple of houses actually connected um, yeah, on washington street that were connected i think they finally sealed them off but yeah there's a lot around here and as far as the um feeling comfortable and like if we're scared to be here and nervous i think we're homebodies, and I think it's because of the house, honestly. Like, it draws us to Probably. be here. I mean, yeah. when we were in Arizona, we w- really did want to go do stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. But here, it's like we don't want to leave. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It does have kind of a pull over us, really. And I really thought about it like that until you asked that, Megan. It's interesting. It yeah. is an interesting way to look. I never really thought about it like that. <laughs> but it is. I mean, it's, it's crazy how we just have that draw to it. But it does make sense. I mean, everyone always says, oh, my God, I wouldn't, you know, I would never stay there. It's kind of like watching paranormal 
<laughs> paranormal activity. Sorry, I can't speak. And we watched that movie. I was like, fuck that. There's no way I would stay there. But then, like, when I walk in the kitchen and the cabinet doors are open, I'm like, oh, damn it, the ghost has been fucking my shit again. <laughs> like, you know, it's just, like, normal. Yeah. I mean, I don't but know. But with the cabinets, we can't really tell if it's a ghost or the cat. Yeah, but we do there's know sometimes they've been the ghost, Yeah, there's though. a lot of times that she's been in there with us and we walk in and they're open, but I don't know. Yeah, there's been times that the cat's literally walked in the kitchen with <laughs> us and they've been open, but there's times where we've walked in the kitchen and the cat's in the fucking cabinet. So, I mean, it's... It's uh, hard to tell, but I mean, we kn we do know shit's happened. Some of the creepiest shit, though, I really think was her being in the fridge, the um, creepy shit going on in the bathroom, and you seeing your dad. I mean, tell that story. Yeah, that was wild. It's that was hard to explain, especially without knowing. <laughs> but uh, from our living room, actually, let's, what year was that? Do you think? How many years ago? No, it would be about... Because we didn't have a flat screen. About 11 years, about 10 years ago. Yeah, we didn't have a flat ago. screen TV, then we had a big giant... One of those giant yeah, projection TVs. Yeah, a four TVs. console big screen TV is what we had. Those fat and fuckers that take up like all the yeah. space. Yeah. And it was in the living room from our bedroom where our bed was, where we lay our heads, we could see the big screen from our bedroom when we were laying down. And again, it was probably a time frame between 12 and 4 in the morning, I don't remember. And I always wake up in the middle of the night. So I woke up, you know how you wake up in the middle of the night and you're half disoriented, you have to use the restroom and all that stuff. And I look over to my left, I can see where the big screen TV is. And as I look over, I had to double take real fast, like look twice because I could not believe what I just thought I saw. And I look over and it looked like my dad leaning against the big screen TV, just, just sitting there looking, you know, and that was, it, it, this sounds bad, but it was actually, I thought it was terrifying, even though it shouldn't have been because it was my dad, but I mean, it was kind of creepy. creepy. Yeah. I mean, like that, it was that time creepy. I saw Nan when we lived at the house on Sycamore Street, mm -hmm. I saw, I had, that's the first time I ever had sleep paralysis in my life. And we lived in my uncle's old house. And shortly after my aunt had, or my grandma had died, I was having sleep paralysis and I couldn't move. I couldn't move. I was stuck there. My eyes were wide open. And then all of a sudden I saw my grandma standing in the doorway, but there was a white, like her aura was white around her, but it was radiating like really brightly. And as soon as I said Nan, I was able to sit up and everything was gone, but it was still scary as fuck. Oh, yeah. My grandma. Yeah. Because that stuff, like you wouldn't think it should happen. Right. You know, like, but it <laughs> wow. That next morning though, that you woke up after seeing your dad, like when you, we woke up that morning, I could tell something had really fucked was, with you overnight. Yeah, it was very, it was an experience, man. <laughs> like in the bedroom though, it's so weird because you, there's this feeling there for a while, Trav and I would literally sleep back to back so that we could see anything coming at us and yeah, nothing could come behind us because we were so fucking scared. It was at that point, it got so bad before we left. Like, like it got bad. It, it was. was actually the feeling was what was bad. Like you just it just creeps you out because you know there's a bad energy and feeling, you know, and you just know from everything happening that something's around. Well, I mean, and this you guys have to understand that right before we and that was part of the reason why we left too. Honestly, I mean, we had this opportunity in Arizona to kind of you know have a new Start life, over, yeah. but and it was hard for us to go. But I think we at that point we were just so ready to try it yes because everything yeah. here was just so bad i mean in a year period when things got really bad because it seemed like when we would start to remodel on the house or paint or do any type of changes is when shit would start to get mm -hmm. really active and 
I remember in about a year and a half period, we went through um, like five washing machines. Two or three refrigerators. Three refrigerators, two washers, two or three window air conditioner units. Dishwasher. A dishwasher, um, a furnace. We had a furnace, gas leak out yeah. of nowhere. Um, all kinds of shit, like big appliances just crashing down. Just. I mean, we bought a brand new washing machine and the next day the tub cracked on yeah. it. Yeah. And every single washing machine, the tub cracked on it. It's just, it's insane. It was so crazy. And then, ah, the laundry soap. So we have where our laundry room is, it's basically like a closet in the kitchen. And there's a shelf above and we would have the big ass jugs of laundry soap. That's before they had like game flings and shit like that. Or they might have been new then, but. So I always bought the giant ass jugs of laundry soap because they were, you know, saving money all the time. Never failed. At least once a week, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, it's falling down. Yeah. And it was only that. Nothing else next to it would. And, and they're you heavy. Would, yeah, and you would think that the washer and dryer vibration would do that, but it did it even when they're off. Yeah. I mean, the bleach that was almost half, or that was like empty, that jug never fell off. Only the heavy, brand new ass things of laundry soap or, yeah. you know, pretty heavy up there. And they would always fall all over the floor. And a lot of this stuff, you know, like you said, happened if we were remodeling or painting or repairing something on the house or and another thing that kicked in was opening my dad's stuff. That was another thing. Yeah, so give us some background on your dad. Ooh. Or give the, the listeners some background about your dad. He was in 1968, I think it was. He was in Vietnam, and uh, he was in Special Forces, all that stuff. And he came back. Well, he was actually injured over there. He was hit by a grenade. Not hit physically, but the concussion kind of knocked him out, and fragments went into him and stuff. But uh, he obviously killed a lot of people there. There's still blood and dirt on his dog tags and all that stuff. But I have all that in a wooden box. And I don't really open it too often, but I don't remember when did we open that. Probably the first time you think. Um, it was well the first time when right after he died. Actually, we opened it. Yeah, I opened it shortly after he died, which was right, in two thousand nine. I put those uh, casings in there from the twenty one gun salute. Right, because yeah. you added stuff to it, and then things started picking up bad. Then and then we didn't open. I mean, we didn't relate that though for a while. It took us yeah. a while to relate that, and then we just quit opening it because we realized mm -hmm. that's some fucked up hardcore shit that was happening. But I think that definitely is what helped kick a few things in because, yeah. like, I don't know how the whole ghost world worked, but by watching Ghost Adventures, they seem to know what they're talking about, and they say things like that have what, like a residual energy or whatever they call yeah, it? Yeah, the stone tape theory. Yeah, and has that kind of, so who knows? I mean, honestly, though, and I, you guys, I held the dog tags, and as I've told you guys many times before we've talked, I'm clearly not a psychic or a medium or anything, but I am, that, I am sensitive. Oh, okay. And uh, I, I was just, what, about a month or so ago, Yeah. I held the dog tags, and I had never heard the story of, I knew Travis's dad had got hit with shrapnel, but I never heard the exact story about it, because Dan was the type of person who did not like to talk about He's his Vietnam days. He's told me about it a few times. And told a few other people, and actually I've been there Why he's told a few other people, not just me, but he's told me and a few other people, so I've heard it several times. But I know that he's never talked to you about it because he knows that you don't like talking about or hearing about the Vietnam stuff because it, it bothers you. Just, and I think it's just part of being an empath that just makes me very, very mm -hmm. sick to my stomach. It's very like hard emotionally to recover from listening to that, and it just makes me feel, you know, worry about how 
they're doing, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, it just makes me think of what Dan went through. But anyway, I never heard that story, and we got the dog tags on. I don't remember why we even had the box open. Well, what we were wanting to do is you, I think you said you wanted to try it. And yeah. then you didn't really have anything to use, and we thought, well, why not try my dog does the dog tag? Yeah, because we were going to try and con or connect with your dad, I think, yeah. was the plan. I think that's what the plan was. Yeah, I think we are going to try and connect with his dad, and so we got the dog tags out so we can have something personable. And I held them in my hands, and I closed my eyes, and how long was I quiet for? A few minutes? I mean, uh, yeah, it was definitely. just like something just came over me, and I was holding dog tags, and all I could feel was like a coldness around me and it just felt like a whirling like I was in the center of a tornado like in the the calm part of it but there's chaos all around me and like if I looked up it was like it was nighttime but not quite night it's like that little time between day and night where mm -hmm. it's still kind of dark it's still kind of light and I see giant fucking leaves over like just kind of like, like covering but just chaos all around me and my back hurt and it just was crazy loud and everything going on you said you saw the sunlight coming yeah, through. Yeah, and the, I could see like the know. sunlight shooting through a little bit, but it was just so fucking weird. I described this. I looked up at Trav, and his face was like white as a fucking ghost. And That was amazing because when he got hit, you basically described exactly what happened. But yeah, because when he was hit, you know, he was laying on his back, and when you're, I guess, when you're unconscious like that, you're kind of going in now. He said he remembered seeing the light come through the trees, the leaves of the trees. And the guy standing over him, doing cover fire with hot casings coming down on him, you know, laying on him and stuff. And, it was of just, course, his back would have hurt because the shrapnel. Yeah, the it was just so insane. Like, I could feel everything. And, like I said, I, I don't... And it was in the middle of a firefight. That's probably why there was chaos all around. Yeah. Because it was in the middle of a firefight. It was just insane because I've never had something so strong like that before. And Like, I've had things happen before where I touch things and, like, you know, I see things. But that's just because it's, like, in my head and I'm thinking it's something and... I've never really said anything before because it wasn't any big deal, but for some reason with the dog tags, it just like came out and and it was just insane. So it just was weird. But like I said, very, I'm not. It was awesome, really. I mean, it was, but it, but was it drained too because I remember being very tired after that. Yeah, but, I remember you laying down. I mean, I don't claim to be a psychic or a medium or anything, but I do think I that my third eye is open so much more now, and I'm sensitive, and it's just I starting to come through. Something. Yeah, I definitely think you got something, because it was just, it was amazing how you described that. I really think that living here and coming back here after that time away, because we were gone for about three years from the house altogether, two years, three years, but I think that uh, this house has really helped actually open everything up for me, too, mm -hmm. so... But yeah, I mean, there's just been a lot of crazy shit in this house. I mean, all together. That's the story about our house. That's that's <laughs> it. Yeah, it's. Uh, if it, you guys have more fun. questions, awesome. definitely let us know in the Facebook group or um, Instagram. Or as always, you can email me at thebasicwitch2020 at gmail dot com. And it's, again, it's awesome being on here because Cassie's always telling me how you know awesome a lot of people are on here. You know and. It's all about having a good time and everything well, else. Everybody is awesome. I love these guys. They're yeah. so wonderful. You do a great job at it too, baby. We should do our own podcast and YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't we? Yeah, probably. So actually, we do. Um, <laughs> we just haven't told a lot of people because we just kind of kept it low. But Travis and I do have our own YouTube channel. It's called Well, That's Creepy. Uh, we just kind of cover 
creepy shit, right, yeah. babe? Yeah. <laughs> we also have a podcast. We do. I was trying to hold <laughs> off keeping it from around here, you know. There's people on it already, you know, obviously United States, but I was trying to, you know, keep it a little bit away from local area, but, you know, it's fine. Cats it out of the bag. <laughs> Cats out of the bag. But no, we do have a podcast. It's literally just the audio from our YouTube channel. Um, it's kind of fun, though. We just talk about creepy shit and... The first the first episode is like an intro, and then uh, the second house is, or second episode is our haunted is house. It's basically <laughs> describing our haunted house, you know. That's so if you want to know more, go check out that episode. Yeah, yeah, but the rest of them are good too. So yeah, no, we have a lot of fun with that. It is um, fun. It really, it really is. is. I'm trying to get Trav more into my side of the whole witchy thing, and I I think he'll. Yeah. What the fuck was that? I don't know what the hell that was. Okay, so we just had something random just fucking like clank really bad in our studio room. So. Yeah, so it looks like the ghosts are getting pissed that we're talking about them, so I guess <laughs> it's time for us to go. All right, again, um, so thanks for listening, guys. You can find us, or find me on Instagram at the underscore basic underscore witch underscore. See, I always feel like I'm rapping, like, chicka chicka, what? See, you got my back. Um, join the, the group, the basic witch on Facebook, the online coven, guys. It should be full swing this weekend. That is my goal to have everything up and set up our first coven meeting. I'm super pumped. It's thebasicwitchcoven.com. Check that out. Get registered. Some people are having trouble registering from their phone, so you may have to use a um, laptop or a desktop or maybe open a private browser. I think works for some people. The giveaway we had to push back till the end of September. Sure orders. There are a few that have not got their orders in. So please get those in so we can get everything um, back and shipped out right away. And check out While well, That's Creepy. I think that's it, guys. I'm super pumped. And Again, it's fun being on here. Maybe yeah, so I think that's it. Uh, I do think that Maiden's coming up. Or we have... We have something coming up soon. So I will get back with y'all on that. So that's it. Bless be. Bye. See ya.